Hello everyone, please be welcome to the first edition of this podcast. We are the Athletics team and today we'll talk about sexual orientation discrimination. Discrimination is not a random event. In fact, it happens every day, almost everywhere. Some of the most common types are gender, age, sexual orientation, disabilities, and ethnicity related. Have you ever witnessed an act of discrimination? I think we all have. What about when your friend did not get the job because of his skin color, when your neighbor's daughter was treated differently and excluded from school activities because she uses a wheelchair? Or what about the time when one of your co-workers was denied a promotion because of her sexual orientation? See, we all have seen it. Here in this podcast, we hope to mention some of the relevant facts about discrimination. We will focus on labor discrimination related to sexual orientation. Sexual orientation discrimination in the workplace occurs when an employee is subjected to negative employment action, harassment, or denial of certain benefits because of their sexual orientation or the sexual orientation of someone they are close to. Sexual orientation discrimination means treating someone differently, solely because of his or her real perceived sexual orientation, lesbian, homosexual, bisexual, asexual, pansexual, or heterosexual. This means that discrimination might also occur because of others' perception of someone's orientation, whether that perception is correct or not. It might also occur based on an individual's association with someone of a different sexual orientation. Labor discrimination can happen when receiving a different treatment. For example, we are not hired, not promoted, disciplined, or fired, especially because of both things we are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or heterosexual. We are being overlooked for a promotion, receiving a write-off with no basis, and other serious negative employment actions can also be qualified as different treatment. Also, some people might experience harassment. This means people treat you in a way that violates your dignity or creates a hostile, degrading, and humiliating or offensive environment in the workplace. Harassment in the workplace occurs when someone makes you feel humiliated or offended. This could happen when we are forced to experience comments about our mannerisms, sexual jokes, requests for sexual favors, pressure for dates, touching or grabbing, gestures, hostile comments, pictures or drawings negatively portraying a specific sexual orientation, or sexual assault or rape, or harassment might be a figure of authority, such as our employer or supervisor, but it could even be a co-worker or a customer. As we have seen, discrimination has different phases. In fact, it can happen when we treat someone different or when someone treats us different because of our sexual orientation or even our perceived sexual orientation. Also, it can happen when an organization has a particular policy or way of working that applies to everyone, but which puts people of our same sexual orientation at disadvantage. This type of discrimination is also visible in several countries around the world. These countries have laws that act against cross-dressing and that are used to punish transgender people based on their gender identity and expression. Even today, as we have moved as a society 
towards a wider sense of inclusion, not discrimination, and respecting the rights of others around the world, there are 77 countries that have discriminatory laws that criminalize private same-sex relationships, exposing individuals to the risk of arrest, prosecution, imprisonment, even in at least five countries, the death penalty. According to the United Nations, the core of the legal obligations of states regarding the protection of human rights of the LGBT community include obligations to protect individuals from homophobic and transphobic violence, prevent torture and cruel, inhuman and degrading treatment, repeal laws that criminalize homosexuality and transgender people, prohibit discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity, and also safeguard freedom of expression, association, and peaceful assembly of all LGBT people. Just to close up this section, I would like to quote Desmond Tutu, Nobel Peace Prize winner, when he says that we are made for goodness, we are made for love, we are made for friendliness, we are made for togetherness, we are made for all the beautiful things that you and I know. We are made to tell the world that there are no outsiders. All are welcome. Black, white, red, yellow, rich, poor, educated, not educated, male, female, gay, straight. Oh, we all belong to this family, this human family, God's family. Thank you very much for listening to the first part of this podcast. Please stay tuned in for the following sections. In this section, we are going to talk about what discrimination is before you can be hired. I mean, during interviews, in the job announcement, etc. What can be considered discrimination before you work somewhere? And as we saw in the introduction of this podcast, discrimination in employment consists of giving people a different and less favorable treatment due to certain criteria such as sex, skin color, religion, sexual orientation, without taking into account the merits or qualities necessary for that job position, and when a person is preferred or discarded in the selection process for a characteristic that has nothing to do with what's required for the position, discrimination is being made. We have said that discrimination starts from the professional selection process. Two out of ten LGBT people are asked their sexual orientation in job interviews, and not only about their sexual orientation, but also other questions that are considered discriminatory and should not be asked. And one in three says that for this reason, they were denied a job. One in ten gay, transsexual, or bisexual people says they were ever fired because of their sexual orientation or gender identity, according to the first survey on homophobia in the world of work. So, from seeking employment to obtain it, those who are part of the LGBT community are discriminated against and mistreated due to stigmas related to their sexual orientation and gender identity. Unnecessary medical examinations that are rigorous for the selection of personnel, love methods, few opportunities for development, attempts to investigate their sexual preferences, and physical or verbal aggressions are some of practices suffered in the workplace. 
It is assumed that in job interview, the priority is to identify how a person responds with their experience to the demands of the position. It is also true that on many occasions, recruiters ask questions not related to the vacancy, distorting the main objective. When the questions in the job interview are not directly related to the job, you have no obligation to answer. So, talking in employment terms, discrimination reduces the possibilities of hiring the right person, since candidates are sometimes rejected in the first instance because of their sexual orientation. In fact, on many occasions, people are rejected simply because of their appearance, and in reality, their true capacities are not taken into account. Discrimination, harassment, and exclusion from the labor force often occur because of perceived non-conformity with heteronormativity and because of preconceptions of how women and men are expected to appear and behave. Often women who are perceived to be masculine or men who are perceived to be feminine in behavior or appearance suffer discrimination or harassment. In many cases, lesbian, gay, and bisexual workers report being asked invasive questions about their personal lives and to justify why they are not heterosexual. Others outline how they had to prove their femininity or masculinity in order to be accepted at the workplace and to have their contribution value. This encourages marginalization and the lack of opportunities for members of this community. When it comes to choosing a job, they take into consideration the existence of inclusive policies and contexts. Candidates will be more re reluctant to accept job offers if they believe they will be victims of discrimination, either in their workplace or in their community. People who are part of this community with known Inclusive jobs are less likely to commit to their companies. That is why they tend to change jobs more frequently. And in many places, from the job interview, an environment is perceiving which simply it is difficult to work. An OECD report shows that more than 20% of LGBT people have felt personally discriminated against in the labor market. Members of this group have 7% less chance to find work and earn around 4% less than the rest of the people. Furthermore, they are 1.5% less likely to be called in, a, in for a job interview than their heterosexual peers. Once incorporated into the job, the situation is not ideal either. Internationally speaking, for example, in Spain, 31% of the community have problems finding work One in three people feel discriminated against at work. In this case, the people's survey consider it a disadvantage when finding a job compared to any other heterosexual candidate. That is, for example, if two people with a similar resume and with common traits apply for a job offer, one of them will be rejected for their sexual orientation or even if this person is more prepared than the other candidate, they will be rejected. The results of the International Labor Organization Pride Project show that it is common for LGBT people to face discrimination at work because of the sexual orientation and gender identity. Many of the people surveyed declare that 
they were not admitted for employment due to their sexual orientation. And in some, some cases, they have been made aware of this in the selection interview. In the case of Mexico, gays, lesbian, and trans people have greater difficulties in finding a place in the labor market. According to data from the LGBT Diversity and Talent Survey in Mexico, published in August 2018, 41% of trans people have higher education, and despite this, they have limited opportunities to find a job. Two out of three members of this community have no work experience. In many cases, transgender workers are completely excluded from formal employment, and in some countries, this leaves few survival strategies other than sex work, often in dangerous conditions. Cesar Casas Ferrer founded the Mexican Federation of LGBT Entrepreneurs to combat discrimination in the hiring process of companies. This federation was born in 2014 with the idea of supporting the community so that they could apply to work with great opportunities. Now the project is an organization for equal rights for all people and what they seek is to support all diversity to all vulnerable people. One of the fundamental tasks of the federation is to influence the contracting processes, so they give workshops to both the public and private sectors so that they act with protocols free of prejudices where only the competencies required for a job matter. We have talked about issues before a person is hired, but what about all the discrimination people with different sexual orientations suffer in their workplace? As we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, labor discrimination also happens when employees do not get a promotion, are harassed, or even get fired basing this decision on their sexual orientation. Let me tell you that according to the first national survey on homophobia and the world of work in Mexico, carried out by the NH website, the National Human Rights Commission, and the organization Espolia, 55% of survey participants expressed that no one or few co-workers know about their sexual orientation or gender identity. This is due to the fact that most fear that by revealing it at work, they may be victims of ridicule or discrimination. In addition, Ricardo Baruch of the organization Spolia commented that one of the most alarming figures is that only 17 of the participants who suffered discrimination want to file a complaint or report before the competent authorities. This is also reflected in a low knowledge of the institutions since only 26% claim to know how organizations such as human rights commissions or councils work to prevent and eliminate discrimination. Last year, the results of the National Diagnosis on Discrimination Against LGBT People in Mexico show that 6 out of every 10 members of this population consider that their sexual orientation is an obstacle to accessing a job, and 25% of those who have it indicated that the treatment was bad and very bad. In addition, 43% indicated that they experienced constant harassment in their workplace due to their gender identity or sexual orientation, and 78% reported that discrimination for these reasons has impaired their professional and work development. Now, I would also like to mention the other side of the coin, highlighting that LGBT people in low-inclusive jobs 
are less likely to engage with their companies and therefore tend to change jobs more frequently. Those who decide to leave their job for reasons of discrimination have a replacement cost for the company of up to 20% of their annual salary for mid-range workers and up to 213% for senior executives. This implies that companies, in addition to being unable to retain talent, allocate monetary and non-monetary resources to deal with employee turnover, when this could be used to invest in physical or human capital or in activities that generate added value for them. Furthermore, at an international level, we don't see much difference since the results of the International Labor Organization's Pride Project show that it is common for LGBT workers to face discrimination at work on the basis of their sexual orientation and gender identity. Throughout the employment cycle, in extreme cases, result in LGBT workers being bullied, mobbed, and sexually or physically assaulted. Discrimination, harassment, and exclusion from the labor force often occur because of perceived nonconformity with heteronormativity. That means the social belief that being heterosexual is normal, and because of preconceptions of how women and men are expected to appear on behalf. For example, often women who are perceived to be masculine or men who are perceived to be feminine in behavior or appearance suffer discrimination or harassment. In many cases, lesbian, gay, and bisexual workers reported being asked invasive questions about their personal lives and to justify why they are not heterosexual. Fear of discriminatory treatment and violence often leads many LGBT workers to keep their sexual orientation secret. Lesbian and gay respondents reported changing the name of their partners in conversation at their workplace or simply avoiding the discussion of their private lives entirely. This can lead to considerable anxiety and loss of productivity. Finally, but not least, we'll give some advice. As we have seen before, there are multiple stages talking about discrimination before being hired and during. The figures are not alarming. However, this type of discrimination continues persisting despite the era of change in which we live. Obviously, discrimination is notorious from the moment the interview is carried out by resorting to questions outside the job context. In addition, this could be one of the reasons why they are denied work. In the case of hiring them, very often discrimination based on sexual preference occurs within the workplace, from insults to physical assaults. However, It is alarming that only 17% of the workers who suffer discrimination file a complaint with the competent authorities and only 26% know where to turn in case of suffering some type of discrimination. There are so many authorities to go to in case of harassment and any kind of sexual orientation discrimination. These institutions help to maintain equal and fair treatment in the workplace. The political constitution of the United Mexican States established in its first article that all people will enjoy the human rights recognized in said constitution and the international treaties to which Mexico is a party. Likewise, it prohibits discrimination on various grounds, including gender, sexual preference, or any other. Article 123 of the constitution established the right to work regulated by the federal labor law. 
The law prohibits discrimination at work based on ethnic or national origin, gender, age, disability, condition social status, health conditions, religion, immigration status, opinions, sexual preference, marital status, or any other that violates human dignity. Also, in Article 133, Section 1 of the same federal labor law, employers or their representatives are prohibited from refusing to accept workers for reasons of gender, age, sexual preference, and so on. In Mexico, there are two main commissions in terms of discrimination in general. The federal law to prevent and eliminate discrimination, in Spanish, CONAPRED, and COPRED, if the discriminatory acts occur within Mexico City. In fact, the Ministry of the Interior reminds the population that in any case of discrimination, they can resort to CONAPRED and file a complaint. But what do we have to do if we suffer sexual orientation discrimination or actually we're suffering it right now? Well, the first recommendation is to stay away from situations that put your integrity at risk. In this case, if you may be in danger, the best decision is to move away from the work environment. The first thing will always be to protect your life and integrity. In the second place, is the evidence needs to be collected in order to proceed legally against the asylant. From the beginning, it is important to document and gather all possible evidence such as photos, videos, recordings, messages, and some testimonials. When the evidence has been gathered, it's time to go to the proper authorities mentioned before. And finally, if within the discriminatory act there is any act of violence of sexual nature, one must go to the public prosecutor and file the corresponding complaint about the crime of sexual harassment. You can also demand the determination of the employment relationship before the conciliation and arbitration board. However, this is a jurisdictional process. All instances can provide advice and support for the person during the process. Once the complaint is presented to the corresponding authorities, you must wait until the investigation is carried out and there is a resolution to the case. Please always stay informed and make the corresponding complaints. Do not be afraid because you are defending your right.